Hi, so I am Jess Macho. I am CEO and founder of Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting. Uh, as a legal nurse consultant, I use my expertise as a registered nurse and I get hired by attorneys to help them organize, analyze, and decipher a medical record. And that can be done for really any type of injury, um, traumatic injury, catastrophic injury from slip and fall, motor vehicle accident, uh, assaults, um, fall from high rise, anything like that. Uh, my background is as a critical care nurse. I worked in a busy level one trauma center and specialized in neurotrauma. So I did a lot of traumatic brain injuries and spinal cord injuries, uh, a lot of orthopedic fractures, um, internal injuries sustained from car accidents, things like that. Um, the biggest thing, you know, the biggest reason really that uh, attorneys do want to consider hiring a legal nurse consultant is because our expertise is in healthcare, just like their expertise is in law. So when you are looking through the medical records, it is very easy to get overwhelmed with the amount of information and medical jargon that is being uh, documented and, and discussed within the medical record. Um, as an expert in that area, we are able to explain it in, in a better way uh, so that the attorneys can understand that, which saves a tremendous amount of time um, than them actually trying to figure out what you know the initials of this mean or the acronym to that means. Um, you know, as a nurse, we can just make sense of it pretty much right away. Um, in addition to that, you know, there are things that are within a medical record that we as nurses can find and pinpoint a little bit more accurately and uh, potentially, you know, by accident. Sometimes there's things that are documented that really don't make sense. And so when we find those things, we could actually increase the value of the compensation or the outcome to the client that deserves that um, through no fault, you know, through an injury that is no fault of their own. So uh, that's really the gist of why attorneys need to be considering uh, utilizing a legal nurse consultant and really why I started my business um, because I do truly love to help people, um, but, you know, as many nurses do, I, after just under 12 years, uh, developed burnout and just wasn't loving being at the bedside anymore. So law has always been uh, an interest of mine. So the fact that I can combine the two and help patients um, and or clients, uh, you know, in a different way, in a different aspect is really my biggest goal. Um, so I got a so question for you. And I, was, I was just thinking about something, Jessica. Sure. Now there are several, I mean, there's like two types of, you know, personal injury attorneys. And I don't mean from a technical aspect. I mean, mainly from, can you see my face? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so I see my logo and I was wondering, could someone see my face? Okay, so great. So I was thinking, and I was just thinking about this just now, the two types of, of attorneys are the, well, the two types are the attorney that has uh, like 20, 30 years experience, 
and they know what they're doing, they can still use your help too. But what about the attorneys who are personal injury attorneys who just got started? Would you say that they are more, you are more of, of a, a benefit to them because they just got started and they're dealing with this person. Maybe this is their, maybe they've been in practice for three years and maybe they've settled maybe five cases or six cases. I'm not sure what, what the number of cases that these attorneys see on, I don't know what the volume is, but would you consider your services to be more beneficial to the newest personal injury attorney than someone who's been around for 20 or 30 years. What do you think about that? In all honesty, I think that, um, you know, regardless of the amount of experience that they have, I think that I can help both uh, in the in in different ways. Um, so for the attorney that is, you know, just starting out and has a fairly new practice, uh, you know, I can benefit them in such a way that, you know, they're really also learning, uh, you know, I'm fairly new to the business world as well. Uh, and as a nurse, I had no background in business, um, you know, until I uh, partnered with 321 BizDev and um, learned the system <laughs> and, and, you know, the background of, the, of business because it's just not something that a nurse needs to know, right? So um, as a new attorney, they're still learning to figure all of that out. And so on top of trying to bring in clients and, you know, finding the right clients to, uh, you know, fight for justice for, you're also trying to figure out the behind the scenes stuff. So pile on top of all of that medical records that you're trying to figure out what to do with. Um, I really do feel like, uh, you know, expertise of myself, and it really doesn't have to be myself, you know, maybe I'm not the right fit for everybody. Um, but there's a legal nurse consultant out there that would be able to benefit, um, you know, a newer attorney in just trying to get through that process with more ease and a lot less stress than it would be if they were trying to figure out, figure it out on their own. Um, that said, the experienced attorney, you know, I've, when I was back in nursing school many, many years ago, um, I was told by a professor, and it's always stuck with me because it's a really interesting um, statement. And he said that uh, if you know, if you think you know it all, it's time for you to move on because you truly don't know, know everything. And you can be the best expert in your area. Um, of expertise, but there's mm -hmm. always something that you can learn and do differently. So for the experienced attorneys, you know, looking for the meaning of acronyms or the process of a particular treatment or procedure, you know, I'm somebody that can really just look at that and explain it. And go with it so i'm saving them time as well um you know in that in that area and plus it's things that they can potentially learn so mm -hmm. you know i like to challenge myself personally and i think learning is key so i think that if you're willing to accept help from somebody else who does know that area a little bit better you know whether you're new or whether you're 20 years in or 30 years in you know, um, 
the benefit is there. Yes, I, I do agree with that. And the reason why I asked that question is because I was um, on this uh, legal nurse consulting uh, website. And, and I'm not here to talk down about another company or anything, but I didn't see any type of I didn't see any type of um, support giving to the legal nurse consultants. It was like a big party. It was like a a big come out and, and buy our gear, promote our legal nurse consulting marketing company, buy our towels, buy our cups. And we have yoga, too. We have yoga for the legal nurse consultings and consultants. And you can have a great time in San Diego. So I watched this video and not once did I hear them say, we're going to help you be a better legal nurse consultant by working with attorneys in a specific way. And by the way, I do think you are the best. I don't think there's no one else better than you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, I, you know, now that I know you and I know what your industry is, I'm looking to see what other people are doing. And they're not, it's, it's almost like a big party. It's not, I haven't, I didn't hear them talk about supporting consumers. I didn't hear them talk about uh, supporting, you know, the attorneys, but the reason, so two reasons why I asked that question. Number one, I think, you know, a, a, a young attorney, when I say young, maybe years in practice, maybe three years, you know, they, 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 they run into a case where there's a person has been really injured. Okay. Yeah. It might be a slam dunk case. I mean, this person is injured. I see them. I, I'm looking at all the different, uh, you know, uh, illnesses and injuries they have. But what about the other extra work that needs to be done to increase that settlement? Because you and I talked last time, there are probably a percentage of attorneys that need this settlement money for themselves. Just to be honest, I know, I know some attorneys, they need this settlement money just for themselves as well as they need the money for their clients. I mean, out here in California, you know, uh, rent is three to four thousand dollars a month in some cities, and if you can settle that case and 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 maybe get fifty percent of a hundred thousand dollars, man, that's fifty thousand dollars. But what if you took the extra time? Now I'm talking to with I'm talking regard to the attorneys. Suppose this person, your client, should be due three hundred or five hundred thousand dollars if more time was spent looking at the medical history and doing the work that you do. Now, the second thing that I, I saw, and this was um, an, another attorney, and this one really caught my attention because there was a case in the state, I'm not gonna mention a state, where the person had a car accident. And the attorney made sort of like a you know statement that this state's insurance program is bad because the person only had $30,000 on the insurance policy and therefore the laws need to change in this state to give people better uh, legal support and recovery. Well, the answer was the person should have bought more insurance. They probably bought the, the least amount of insurance that they could get to drive the car and they should have had maybe 100,000 or $200,000 in coverage. So that tells me that um, maybe young attorneys may need your help more just on a, if I had to pick one, the younger attorneys may need your help more because they're dealing with something. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they have a law practice. They're sitting with a live person that's oozing blood or something, or their leg is all messed up from an accident and they lost their job. They lost their income. They're about to lose their house. 
I mean, I'm just getting real passionate about this because I know out here in California and maybe other states like New York and where you are in Western Pennsylvania, once you have a devastating accident, you're grabbing for, for help. You need money. You need, need to recover from your medical problems. You need money to, to fix the financial situation that you're now in as an injured party. So I just think that, um, you know, now is the time for people like yourself and you're doing it and attorneys to really support these people and not just take these low ball settlements. And that's pretty much what I'm saying. I'm sorry if I offended any attorneys, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing it. I know people that have gotten low settlements and I didn't realize why until I started talking to you about the, your, the legal nurse consulting part. Yeah, and those are really good points um, because, you know, there's there's a, a few different things, you know, I kind of want to point out uh, specifically with the or for the newer um, attorneys. You know, when you are dealing with an injury, you do have that initial injury, you know, and it could be, you know, let's go back to your fractured leg that, you know, is is fractured in multiple places. But from a medical aspect, first of all, not every injury is the same and not all injuries should be treated the same because each and every single person is an individual. So just like that individual is different from, you know, the rest of the world of individuals, their injuries, while the treatment process is typically the same, they're going to heal differently. They're going to maybe take less time, more time. Um, but aside from that injury itself, you also have to really factor into it the uh, psychosocial issues that it brings, you know, you're going to deal with anxiety. Will that person ever drive again? What's their anxiety level like? You know, depression. They're not walking the way that they typically or the way that they were. Maybe they were uh, a dancer, you know, or a dancer. You know, they'll never do that again. Or, or mm -hmm. if they can, it's going to be a significant amount of time before they can ever even think about doing that again. Um, so those are all aspects that you really need to put into a case uh, that do affect the outcome, um, you know, and then therapy. It's going to be, you know, you can project certain amounts of, you know, physical therapy and potentially speech therapy. And depending on, you know, if you're dealing with a traumatic brain injury, you know, there's a whole different level of therapies that you may potentially need in that aspect um and so being able to break that down and i get it you know right now covid kind of set so many businesses behind and mm -hmm. everyone's trying to play catch up uh which which i completely understand and i appreciate that you know i myself same thing um but uh, what's really nice, I do have sort of an all-inclusive uh, price to my my package and the services that I offer. So just that, you know, minimum price really when you look at it in the, the microscope and as a, a broader picture, that minimal amount that you're going to pay for me to help you um, really is nothing when you look at the outcome that you now are getting without you know just kind of going through the basics of it and getting the best offer that you can get out there um just based on that alone so mm -hmm. that's that's an area um you know that i think is really important uh and and 
appropriate and fair for the person because they're the ones ultimately that are going through these life changes in one way or the other. And so I think it's fair to treat them and, and to think about them on that level. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just thinking about something. I know that uh, some cases, and using the example I just gave about the person only having $40,000 on their insurance policy, and that was the most that the insurance company would pay for a catastrophic injury caused by another party and that maybe that catastrophic injury with lost wages um, you know health issues maybe five hundred thousand dollars so i can kind of i kind of can understand why an attorney would say you know the only thing i can get i can't do anything more from for, for you unless the the person that injured you has a million dollars in assets someplace and i i can i can totally understand that you can't get water from a turnip. I think that's uh, the correct, um, you know, phrase. You can't get water, no, water from a rock or water from a turnip. I can't think of the, the actual one, but the, 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 the answer is you can't get money when there is no money. Right. So, so my next question, and then before we move to the, the topic, the, the sales system topic is please speak on how consumers can get like a second look or maybe even a primary look about their cases by calling you first. You know, because uh, now that I understand that there, there may not be enough money for the attorney to pursue, um, it even means that the case perhaps should be even stronger from a medical review standpoint so that this, the case can be stronger when, it's, when it goes to court or if the attorney is asking someone to settle based on the overwhelming number of medical uh, facts and injuries for, to this patient. So please talk about the consumer side because that's, I believe that's, you're providing this missing link that I didn't even think about until I met you. Um, you know, attorneys, like I said, sometimes may not want to do a thorough job with the medical side. I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong. I'm just saying that maybe using your service can, increase that settlement so so please speak on you know how you how you feel consumers can be helped by prestige legal nurse consulting sure so i actually have had uh some potential clients for attorneys reach out to me uh first before they even ever thought about reaching out to an attorney and i found that initially quite interesting because you know as a legal nurse consultant i can't provide legal advice um so it's it was interesting but uh the biggest thing that you know the first question i had asked them is you know may i ask why you reached out to me first instead of an attorney and every time the answer that i got was that they one didn't know where to start or who to even reach out to and two they weren't even sure how to get the conversation started and they were intimidated um so by you know mm -hmm. seeing my social media posts and my videos and things like that uh, i've had a couple people tell me that i just you know looked really nice and sounded friendly and they just knew that i would help them so um I have had people actually want to send me their medical records, uh, but you know that's uh, I get hired by the attorney. So typically, what I do on that aspect is I get 
you know, the basic facts of the of the case. Uh, where did it happen? When did it happen? What were the injuries? What type of treatments, you know, generally uh, were received? And from there, I reach out to attorneys that have the, uh, you know, that that actually take initiative and follow me back. You know, it's um, it's really important, I think, personally, that as a small business owner, that you support each other. So if I'm reaching out and following attorneys on social media and they're following me back, these are the attorneys that I'm looking at first and reaching out to first. And I actually have a couple that I've made my go-to attorneys in. I have one in uh, California now. I have one in Texas now. Um, and I'm in Pennsylvania. So I'm, you know, literally across the map in most cases. Um, but they reach out to me. I give the attorneys the background information and they say, you know what, this is something I would like to pursue further. So let's get in contact with this person. And then we kind of start the discussions. And then if it's a medical records request, we kind of help. And then I get hired from there by the attorney and we go throughout that process. Um, you know, so that aspect of it, uh, just because of the kind of person that I am and, you know, my empathy for people as humans and as individuals, you know, that portion of what I do is completely just because I truly love to do what I do. Um, I'm not getting any type of monetary compensation for that until I would get, you know, hired by the attorney. I'm truly seeking out the help of these attorneys to help that person. Um, and I've helped, uh, I could count probably on two hands now, the number of people that have reached out to me. And sometimes the attorneys don't need me and that's okay, but I feel good about that knowing that I'm helping somebody. Um, mm -hmm. So consumers can reach out to me. Um, and then, you know, it's one thing I did want to kind of circle back to and touch on is is we talked about the time that it adds to a case and I'm not we're, we're not talking you know months here me personally when I get a case I get into the zone of of going through these records and I need to know from start to finish what's going on so we're talking days maybe a couple of weeks max that I would add to the whole process of that of course you know depends on the size of the case and the number of medical records and things like that but um you know i'm not talking about adding months and months of time which is obviously uh not a, a good use of resources for these attorneys but you know i do have a fairly quick turnaround and that's what i really strive to to do to help everybody yeah, I think uh, another extra question, question that you may want to ask the the the, the, pre the people that call you, because now that I'm thinking about it, if there is not a lot of money to get based on just the insurance policy, a next question may need to be asked, well, who, who injured you and what do you know about them? But that's something the attorney would obviously have to follow up on and, and find out. But if the person has uh, a lot of assets and they injured somebody, then some of those assets may be at risk and can, and can be used to settle the case. And I have heard about uh, a, a person that was injured and they had to go after the, 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 the um, what are they, they called? Not the plaintiff, the defendant, the, the defendant's assets. 
to get paid because the insurance company you know only paid up to a certain amount so the insurance company does play a pivotal role in these in these settlement cases and then after the insurance company can will pay only what they will pay then it's time to move on to uh, personal assets if those assets exist so that's another wrinkle you can probably you know think you know throw into your equation when you market to ask maybe some additional questions but here's my my question as we move forward to the the small business part of um of three two one biz dev the uh, digital networking session you mentioned something about small business owners need to work together please talk about how you personally feel about business owners may not wanting to work together and then I'll start the training topic. Sure. So as I said a little bit ago, I'm I'm fairly new to the whole business aspect of what I do um, you know, now. And if it were if it weren't for people like yourself and you know, a few others reaching out and giving me an opportunity to learn through them, I wouldn't be sitting here right now myself. So as a small business owner, it is so important that we're not considering each other our competition. Um, while sort of that is the case, um, you know, we will succeed, you know, if we're good at what we do and we can really prove that we are providing actionable, you know, measures and, and improvements and things like that, then it's kind of a no-brainer. And then the the ones that, you know, truly just unfortunately aren't going to succeed don't, and the ones that are do. So, um, you know, but as small business owners, we have to support each other in a way that, you know, we're promoting each other. Um, we're um, just, and it may seem silly, just silly little things like commenting on social media posts or, hey, check out, you know, the shirts from this place or, you know, shoes from that place, uh, you know, just giving that support in one way or another, because some someone somewhere is going to need that person, um, mm -hmm. you know maybe not me personally, but you know what? They're out there, they're hustling, they're doing what they're doing, they're really trying. So mm -hmm. I, as a small business owner, wanting to support them as well. Um, you know, because it's it's hard. It's hard work to own a business, big or small. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's a perfect segue. Let me see if I can do this correctly. That's a perfect segue to this screen. And uh, so what I want to talk about now, and since you mentioned the, the small business owners uh, connecting with one another, can you still see me or do you just see the screen now? I just see the screen. Okay. Okay. So 321BizDev, I started the company in 2014 from, um, you know, dealing with the, like a personal issue where I just failed. And I'll just tell this short story. I was selling long-term care insurance. and the person that I thought I was going to sell to, I didn't. And then a week later, I met with another couple, and I didn't think they were going to buy, and they did. <laughs> and that freaked me out because that told me I, that I didn't have a sales system. So I started 321BizDev and wrote uh, pretty much 180-page um, manual 
on a on a sales system that I created from scratch, minus about 20% of information I got from two mentors, one from Boston and another from Silicon Valley, uh, who owned uh, an insurance agency. Then what I discovered, and this is the part that uh, was really a shocker to me, was that of many small business owners, uh, they don't really connect with one another. They don't talk with one another. Even their CPAs don't really talk about business with their with their C, with their business owner clients. So I said, "What is going on?" And then I discovered something about small business owners and how they need to connect with one another. And I'm, now I'm talking about the small business owner who needs to connect with another small business owner, primarily in a face-to-face -face or phone call situation. Social media is on the list, but it's not at the top of the list. It's like number eight. And there's other, uh, there's other options before social media. So face-to-face -face or phone call. And uh, so it dawned on me as a former engineering major who, who transferred to economics because I was going to Cal Berkeley and uh, had to uh, switch majors because I had a kid in college. I thought about something and it, and, and I, and it dawned on me what the, what the solution is. Now this first screen is called congruence. And congruence means that there is a equal distance between two objects and, and the distance never shrinks. So if you look at you know, A and B, these two lines never touch. This is business owner A and this is business owner B. And by the way, I just wanna say now that I have, I have a growing platform, if you are an attorney, a CPA, a dentist, a plastic surgeon, a general contractor, a notary rep uh, public, you are a salesperson. That's one of the other biggest things that I ran into. A lot of people with um, credentials and certificates, they didn't see themselves as salespeople. And that's a bad position to put yourself in because the attorney, the CPA, the plastic surgeon, the dentist, you know, the insurance broker, the general contractor, they are all, all salespeople. You are like legal nurse consultant, a salesperson. So that one small thing, I had to figure out how to get people to understand that they are salespeople. So back to this, this congruence thing. So business owner A, business owner B, they never find something that's common between the two of them. So a lot of small business owners don't contact other businesses. And when they do, Jessica, when they do contact other businesses, it's like a standoff. It's like, well, I'm a CPA and you're not, or you're something different, or your uh, industry is, is, is inferior to mine. So therefore, we can't do business. And a lot of times the call is not even made because it's the psychology of, uh, I'm a business owner and that's a business owner and we're we're just not gonna, we're just not going to talk to each other and because whatever reason and a lot of times it's psychology and what I discovered as a person that used to work in corporate America who used to make phone calls all the time and then when I went to the independent route I discovered that my fear was all like uh, it was all smoke and mirrors my my fear was not warranted because if you call a business owner and you have a way of explaining why you're calling, which is, hi, my name is Rick. I'm with 321 Biz Dev. 
I'm this position. The reason why I'm calling is this. That's that's generally the format that you call. There's only three things that can happen. That business owner will say yes, no, or maybe. Those are the only three options. So you have a two-thirds likelihood that that person you're calling will say yes or maybe. Those are positive things. And sometimes those, those maybes turn into yeses. So there's only a one-third chance that you'll get the no. And, and I think a lot of business owners are afraid of this thing called no. No does not mean that the person's gonna park outside your house in a dark car at midnight and just come at you saying, why did you call my company? <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. That's, that's a fantasy. A lot of business owners are, are kind of busy, but if something is worth their time, they'll listen. If, it, if they feel there's something that they do not need, they'll say, no thanks, I'm okay. And we have to get, we have to have thick skin to realize that our products and services are not suitable to everyone. We have to have that thick skin to, to know that. So let's go to the next one. Now, this is the one that's very, very important. It's called incongruence. And this is really a, a subject in trigonometry and, and mathematics. So you have business owner B and you have business owner A and they connect. So congruence means that in some space, whether it's two dimensional or three dimensional, but let's say two to keep it simple, business owners will connect. And when business owners connect, that's when the magic happens. So what do I mean by connect? Um, Jessica, you're a business owner. Some of the attorneys you're calling are business owners, or all the attorneys are, are business owners, unless they're part of a big firm, and maybe you reach the employee that works for the firm. But we're talking about the person who owns the company. Now, what I know from experience, and like I said before, Jessica, is a lot of business owners don't have any true people they can talk to about their business. So what incongruence means in short means that you, that business owner B and business owner A have something in common. And what you have in common is that you're moving products and services, whether you're moving cement bricks, whether you're moving legal nurse consulting services, whether the business owner is moving uh, dentistry, you and that business owner that you're calling, you're calling because you have something in common. And because business owners have something in common, that means that they have to have like um they have they have this camaraderie it's like a, a, a like a group you're you're part of the club if you have a business if you have a business so that's one of the main things that i've seen and i have this training in 321bizdev that talks about a congruence versus incongruence now here's the final thing i want to say i mean, i can say more but i'm only giving the sales tip for about 5 or 10 minutes the way you develop incongruence with another business owner, there's at least two things. There's four, but I'm going to give you two. The first one is, will your product or service do everything that you claim it's going to do? That is, something, that is something that you have to have in your mind as a business owner. Will your product or service do everything you claim it will do? If that answer is yes, then feel confident about reaching out to people via phone or if you're out in person. And I would say, Jessica, if you're out in person, um, you know, tell people what, you, what you're doing because you may 
you may talk to someone who maybe just had an accident or they know someone that had an accident. And so the way you can build uh, your, your practice there locally is talk to a lot of people locally and tell them what you, you do. And I would imagine that most people don't even know about legal nurse consulting. Uh, that's, I mean, it was new to me up to about a year ago. So the second part about uh, solidifying your belief in your business is you have to ask yourself the, the question, will your client or will this person you're talking to be in a better position after they meet you and use your product or service than before they met you and use your product and service? So those two questions, and there's four, but I'm just going to give two. If those two questions are solid in a business owner's mind, then uh, you can reach out to people and, and be confident that at least you put your best foot forward. And maybe it's not the right time for them to use your product or service, but it, that's not going to stop you from contacting someone else. So I would say uh, for business owners looking at this, um, this, uh, um, Looking at, I can't remember the, the name, what I called it, DNS, which stands for Digital Networking Session. DNS means something else in computer talk. That's why I get kind of confused. It's like DNS is not a good thing in computer technology, but oh, well, we'll have to see what, if I can fix that name. But incongru incongruence and congruence are the two biggest challenges. Uh, and business owners need to move from congruence, which means you never connect with the business owner to incongruent, which means you do connect at some point. And when you do connect, that person that you're talking to is willing to um, at least see what, you got, see what you're doing. And if it's something that helps their business improve, then it's a, it's, it's a match. It's definitely a match. So let's see here. So Jessica, if you mind, just close us out with how people can. So what did you think about that that uh, conversation I just had? I think when you really think about it, it is uh, interesting, yet it makes complete sense. And without seeing the uh, you know pictures that you had and and really breaking it down, if you're brand new to business and you know trying to start your own business, it makes it, it really helps um, to understand that part of it or that piece of it. Um, but, you know, to take it a little step further too, um, the psychology of it, you know, with all of that is definitely, um, you know, a huge aspect of that. Uh, but another thing that I always think, you know, I, I think it's just because it's my personality and, and I'm, I'm truly just passionate about um, positivity and, and helping people and doing, doing all these things. I think business owners as a whole are in such a great position to make a change in the world everywhere for the better. And we need that mm -hmm. so much right now in the day and age that we are. So as small business owners, like we just need to support each other and make that happen because at some point, it's not going to be immediate, but at some point, the positivity is just going to keep, you know, snowballing and you're going to have that improvement throughout um, everyday life. So I think mm -hmm. we're all in a really good position right now to, to work together and make that happen. 
exactly. So please uh, share how people can get in touch with you. Yes, so you can check out my website. All of my contact information is on there. Uh, it is prestigelegalnurseconsulting.com. Otherwise, you can reach uh, out to me via phone at 814-330-3847, or you can reach out to me via email at jessica.macho, M-A-T-C-H-O, at prestigelegalnurseconsulting.com. And yes, I am going to look into making that a little shorter for everybody. Just need to uh, have some time to look at domains and everything. But for now, it is jessica.macho at prestigelegalnurseconsulting.com. Um, but I'm also on all, mostly all social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, um, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn, obviously by my name. Um, Jessica Macho, everything else is Prestige Legal Nurse. Excellent. And just to let people know that I will be um, turning back on my Facebook page for 321BizDev. I had to make some some adjustments to it. But um, I, I, liked, I like the fact, I'll tell you something, I like the fact that you gave your number out in the public domain. Uh, some some people don't like to do that, but I think it's it's a plus. It shows that you really feel strong about your business and you're not, I mean, you're not concerned about just people calling you, you letting people know that they can contact you. If someone's looking at this, uh, this episode at two o'clock in the morning and they hear your number, the 814 number, they're like, man, I'm calling it as soon as the sun rises. Instead of, instead of going, wow, let me see, how do I get in touch with this person? You go to their site you see email only, email only. And you don't know if the email ever arrives, if it goes to the, the bit bucket, the spam folder. And but when a person gives their number, it tells me a lot. It says, I am serious about what I'm doing. Here's my damn number. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and they can call me at two in the morning. I always keep my phone on silent when I'm sleeping because that's a very important part of living. Sleeping. <laughs> Uh, check my messages first thing in the morning and would certainly reach back out and you know contact them back so feel free to call me at any time um email me whatever uh but you know i i agree that is an important part and i am very serious about what i do um the mm. work that i do i honestly i was sitting here as we were talking thinking about uh any case that i worked on that didn't have a positive impact on on anybody and there are none. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I have the, uh, the, the proof in, in my work, I customize it to fit your needs and I'm passionate about what I do. So, um, giving my number is not an issue. It's on all social media platforms too. So if you want to call and just chat, hit me up. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So anyway, my name is Rick Napier, the CEO at 321bizdev.com. If you want to learn more about us, please be please give me a jingle. My number is 415-259-5900. If you want to learn about how you can network with Rick and Jessica, uh, go to 321bizdev.com slash networking. So Jessica, have a great day out in Western Pennsylvania, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. You too. Thanks, Rick. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you.